Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, grown folks? This is your hostess and the diva of Diva Speaks Relationships. How are you guys doing? Well, I hope you're doing fine because you know what? The diva is back. What? (laughs) I know, I know, I know, guys. I've been missing in action for a while. It's been a minute since, you know, I've really um, been on the mic. It's been a minute since I've been um, circulating my content on social media, but I'm back. You know, life is happening to all of us and the diva has been going through, okay? The diva has been going through. So first and foremost, to all of you out there who are under the sound of my voice, and life has challenged you, and you have been feeling the effects and the burden and the weight of the world, I want you to know tonight, you are not alone. You are not alone. I don't want you to feel alone. And um, I hope that tonight, during this discussion, that you can take a break from your depression, that you, you can allow your mind to escape whatever ails you, and totally allow yourself to tune in and get engaged with the conversation because I got two very special guests with me. So let me tell you what's up. Listen, Diva Speaks is talking to you right now. I am hosting my show from my hometown of Dallas, Texas. That's right, Diva's in Dallas. I'm back, I'm home. (laughs) My stomping ground, you know, what makes my blood run red. I mean, it's what gets me going. I am the official and the original North Dallas Diva. So welcome to the show, everybody. We are gonna have some grown folk conversation tonight. And um, let me get through this. First of all, thank you to all of my subscribers. I really thank you for your support. Thank you for being with me on this journey. You are appreciated. If you have not had an opportunity to tell somebody about Diva Speaks Relationships today, make tonight that night. Share one of my one of your favorite episodes from my podcast with somebody that you know, or maybe you don't like. Maybe the content was beneficial to them or for them, share it with them, throw a little shade their way, it's okay. (laughs) And if you have not had an opportunity to follow me on social media, please do so. I am struggling with my pages and if some of you don't hurry up and follow me, I'm going to be forced to buy some followers. And that means the diva will be fake. That is what I do not want to do. So you can find me on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. My handle on Facebook is at True Diva Speaks. Just type in those words, the at symbol, True Diva Speaks. Also, scoot on over to Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. Again, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Diva Speaks the underscore sign official and an added bonus for you guys would be i have a brand new website oh my god all brand new and shiny (laughs) bought with my last few dollars (laughs) my website is diva-speaks-official 
dot com. So if you have an opportunity, check out the website and um, I appreciate your support and for being a loyal subscriber and follower. So tonight, 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 I have two very special guests with me and we're going to chop it up. We're going to freestyle chop it up because for the past couple of hours, we have had some very intimate um, and engaging conversations about relationships. And I thought that we would scoot it on over to the mic. I have with me none other than Joan. Joan from Detroit. <laughs> She's a fellow North Dallas diva, also known as my best friend, Sherry. And I also have JR here with me. You know, um, he is the Papi Chulo of the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> um, and um, this guy, this guy has a lot to say. He's been around the world, has lived many places, um, has a lot of experience, um, highly educated. My dear friend Sherry is a professional and career woman, very attractive, has her own and has a lot to say. And between the three of us, we are about to chop it up. What's up, everybody? You want to say hello to the audience? Hello, everybody. They can't see you waving, darling. What up, people? Hello, everybody. <laughs> what's going on? What's, what's going, going on? on? How y'all so doing? What's the, what's the word out there? Are we ready to get into it? We are ready to get into it. You know, guys, you know, it's so much that has happened. So much that has happened um, in the world. As far as we started off the year with COVID-19, you know, businesses closing, um, thousands of people dying, you know, people losing their jobs. The unemployment rate is at an all time high. And from that, we have, you know, the issue of police brutality and the death of George Floyd. And now the world has focused their attention on the plight of black people in America. You know, we've been really bombarded with a lot of um, heavy issues. So tonight I wanted to take a break. I wanted to take a break. I wanted to take a break and talk about some relationship shit. And you know what, it's after nine o'clock so we can keep it real. So guys, we were talking about earlier, you know, Sherry, Joan is a single attractive woman of a particular age and she asked the question what does or should a woman like her look for or expect in moving forward or in a relationship help us to revisit the question that you asked JR earlier my question to you would be you know, where can I meet guys, eligible guys, hardworking guys like myself, around 50-ish, around my age, maybe mid-60s? I try to do a 10-year range. So 10 years up or down? 10 years up. Up. Well, years basically up. 50 to 60. I 50 think that's a good range for me. So, it, it, as far as meeting, you know, going out and, and meeting someone, you know, you know, stereotypical places like mean guys in church or whatever. I mean, and, and that's, I mean, and that's, that's, you know, that's, that's great and everything. But most times nowadays you meet people 
it'll, it'll be in the in the least expected, the most least expected places. I mean, you meet somebody in Walmart, um, at um, guys hang out at cigar bars, um, sports bars, um, but you know, I mean, you still have your traditional places like church or being introduced to someone by you know by a friend. Um, you know that 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 hasn't changed. Um, but from my experience, when you go when you go seeking, when you're actually actively looking, I don't think that you should actively look. I think you should just let it happen. I totally I mean, I, disagree I with that. I, I totally disagree with I that. I understand, and I understand. And I, I think I know where you're going. I mean, when you're of a particular age, I know you probably feel like the clock is ticking. Like, the clock is ticking. Like tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. It is. But. That being said, I still wouldn't force it. I wouldn't force or, or, or make a make a concerted effort to go out and say, I'm going to go find a, a, a woman or, or your, in your case, I'm going to go find a man today. It, it shouldn't be like that. It should be, I think it should be organic. It should just, it should just happen. You feel like it should be just natural. Just, yeah, it should be naturally natural. Happen. It should just happen. Okay. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go, you shouldn't go out with the, with the, you know, with the mindset of saying Shit, I'm gonna give me a man today. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find his ass today. Like, no, you, it, it should just, it should just happen. You now, know? see, I, I, I tend to disagree with you. I think that I use scripture to support my argument on that because the Bible does tell you that faith without works is dead. Number one, and I liken it to a job. You can want a job, you can need a job, you can desire to have a job, you can have the skill set to have the job that you desire. But if you put no effort into looking for a job or to be seen by employers, then how will you ever get that job? You can't simply sit on the couch and just go from work, you know, to your house close the door and expect a man to just fall out of the sky. I think you have to do your due diligence. I think you need to put yourself in a position to be found and allow things to happen naturally that way. Whether now, that now be, I, I agree. I agree with the part where you said, put yourself in a position to be found, but you can't compare trying to find a mate or, 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 or you know, someone to be in a relationship with to, you can't compare it to finding a job. But I just did, sweetheart. It's, it's, it, but it's but it's not apples to apples. It's it's it's, it's two different. It's two different things. Okay, tell me, how does one not work and the other one does? Because both require the effort of a, of an individual. Both require you to desire to want something, set a plan in motion, have the skill set and go and look for it or put yourself in a position to be found. Whether that is you put your resume online on different um, sites like Career Builder or Zip Recruiter or, you know, the many other um, platforms that can be likened to putting your profile on a different dating websites. And allowing yourself to be found like that, it requires you to do something. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying don't do anything, but I, I, to me, I feel like I feel like that's kind of forced. And instead, instead of letting it happen naturally, you're 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 looking at people for, like, say for instance, you put you put your um, you put your picture on a, on a dating site or whatever, right. and you got these four guys that say, okay, it's a hit. I like her. Him, I like her. Guy C, I like her. Guy D, I like her. 
you've conf- you, you know you're confining yourself to these four guys pretty much. I'm not I'm, I'm you're, you're, you're wrong. Your picture's still out there, but it's a finite it, it's a finite pool of people that have that you have sparked the interest of. If you just ha- if you let it happen organically, I, I feel like it's it's not forced. You know what I mean? So tell me what you mean by organically. Go ahead, Sherry. Okay, so this is what to just say. You work for what? So, bro, so right now I work for Crown Plaza. I work for ISG, Intercontinental Hotels Group. Crown Plaza. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, say for instance, I've been in customer service, which is a fragrance vendor since 07 06. So, mm-hmm. that's almost 12, 13 years. So, mm-hmm. if I came and I gave you my resume, you see if I've been a fragrance vendor for that's customer service and the job I'm on right here, that's seven years of customer service and call center. Mm-hmm. But if you have that next person, who's been working at Marriott or they worked at um, Holiday Inn Express for the past 20 years, more than likely you're going to hire them, even though I have customer service. Okay. I'm lost as to your, how, how are you liking that? I'm lost. What? No, I'm just, I'm just comparing that. You're saying let it happen happen natural. You're just going to hire the person that has the most. I understand. I understand. I'm just giving like an analogy. I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're going, but not, but, to be to be technical and specific, I hire people from all different backgrounds, not just hotels. Because for me, what happens in that interview, I let I let that interview happen pretty much organically. I don't ask. I don't. Add, I don't have a pre uh, a pre, preconceived. I don't. I don't have a a, a list of, of uh, questions. I don't have a questionnaire. I sit there and for those yeah. fifteen to twenty minutes. I let it happen organically. I get to know that person, I'm and most just... of my questions are not even job related. Oh, I'm trying, okay, okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to get to find out. I'm trying to find out who you are as a person. You know, I'll ask specific questions. Like I may, you know, working in hotels or whatever. You know, office skills, customer service skills, right. stuff like that is important. But to me, just as important is your personality. How well I feel you are fit with the team, and that, and I get, and I pull that. From you organically just a simple conversation yeah all of that sounds good oh it sounds wonderful but if nobody is calling you for an interview because nobody has found your resume what good does that do you and i i, I don't want to be sound like an oh, asshole no, here i'm not saying but if you're you, wrong I'm but not, if you want to be but if you want to be found you have to put yourself in a position to be found and i just feel it's just me i just feel like to limit yourself to chancing it and hoping that you're going to meet somebody just face to face and that this person is going to be at the exact same location and place and time that you're going to be. I mean, the the odds are against you because the statistics show that the number one way people are meeting, dating and marrying now is through online interaction, whether that is through a dating site or social media, you got to get into it. But yeah, but that and that's with the advent of that's technology. True. But you got to think, um, and I'm and I'm gonna take you back a little bit. Take me back. The human species has been on this earth for thousands and thousands of years before the pretext of social media and how did how how did how did they meet? Okay, did, they met. How did Neanderthals? Oh, I got meet? it. I got the answer. I got the meet? answer. Can I answer you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, they met because they were outside of the house. They were busy outside interacting with one another but this is not that we're living in a time where i myself 
can stay in the house and be entertained. I never have to leave my house between um, Playstations and Netflix and Tubi and all of the, you know, satellites and cable stations that can keep you entertained, being online on the internet, being online on your phone. Most people aren't out actively engaging with one another as they did back in the day. So that's not fair to say, well, they did it for hundreds and thousands of years. They're doing it now. That's not true. Even when we talked about your kids earlier, we were talking about your kids and you were talking about, you know, how your son, you know, really doesn't, you know, yeah, he's son, a gamer. He's, he's, a, he's an introvert. Kids aren't even outside like they used to true. be that's back true. in the day, like that's we were when we were growing true. up. Remember? Well, that's but true. but that's I, I was say I, I was saying that to say that even I did even, that I did that I got a snap on that I did even that in, in, even today like yeah. I said, with the advent of technology and social media, internet, and all of that. You can still meet someone. Yeah, you, you can. You can. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. I'm just saying I f- I feel your chances are greater if it, you open it, yourself up to multiple maybe, avenues. Maybe, maybe you have you have a better chance of finding a mate. But I feel, in in my opinion, I feel like it's better when it just happens. Hmm. Maybe I say it like that. that. I feel I, I feel like it. I feel like it's better if it just happens. Do you think that most men take on your? position when it comes to meeting a woman you know that's how they most men would prefer to meet a woman you know just naturally in happenstance versus meeting a woman online or does it depend on what your agenda is i would say and i'm i'm, I'm gonna sound like an asshole sound like it i don't care when i say this yeah but <laughs> i feel like i feel like most intellectual men would rather it happen naturally uh, like i said technology kind of you know, it, it 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 won't it won't happen like that as often, but for me, I, I I would just rather for it to just happen. You know, if I'm in Walmart and I see that woman on the aisle, like God damn, like shit, like who the fuck is that? But what you if know? the what what if the woman? What if you are single? Well, what if a single guy? Right, I'm just giving you an example. What if a single guy has a petition before God? And everything that this man desires is attainable. Everything that he's asking for is reasonable. This woman does exist, but this woman is not local. This woman could be two or three states over and you can access her. But because you are so hell bent on meeting her face to face within your community, you're missing out on the chick that you could have met had you just been active online in some capacity and open to meeting her. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm not open to meeting someone online. I'm not saying that I'm not open to that. I'm just saying it would be my preference for it to happen. But what if it is organic? organic? What if she's two or three connection? You know, you're connected to her. If she you know, if she's that chick, if, yeah. if she if she's that chick that you that you know she she checks all your boxes and yes. all of this shit, all the boxes are checked. <laughs> then, What's funny? Then you get your ass on the plane and you fly to where she is and you go oh, meet her. Oh, that's whatever. a real one. You know what he said? He said you get your behind on a plane and you fly to her. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this: Don't you feel it's better for me? I think 
when and if I do get when when I do get online. Say when. when. Say when, when, please. Yeah. I would like to date like Dallas to Fort Worth because Fort Worth, if you get deep off in it, it's like forty minutes away. Sure. It's it's a nice little stretch. Yeah, like a damn man up state. Or yeah. maybe like Terrell, welcome to Texas. Texas. Welcome to as Texas. Long as it's you want to be you want to be in the metroplex. Local. You want to be in the, you want to date local in the metroplex. That's it. I mean Dallas is Dallas is big enough. Yeah, I mean it's that's big enough. I mean you can Texas in general is yeah. big enough. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. like the metroplex is big enough. Um, you know where you could you could you could date local. I mean you you, you have a a nice pool of of uh, a nice qualified pool of eligible bachelors you know, live you got, in you got professionals Texas. Here. Yeah. Um, like I said, you got Dallas, Fort Worth, and Arlington, Irving, all yeah. the, all these. So it, 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 well, it's, I know. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. nice little stretch. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a good range. I just me for me, long distance would really be Houston, but I wouldn't want to be the next state over. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would. That would not be. That would not be that ideal would, for me. But if, but like I said, but if she's that chick, and and most guys, when you when you when you see a person and you and you get to know them, you like shit. That motherfucker could be Miss Armstrong, you know. Okay. You, you, okay. You, 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 you know, you know that. You, you know. You know, most most men know that, and I, and I can't, I can't tell you how. You would know it's, it's just a feeling. Okay, so I'm gonna stop you right there because now, now I need to switch gears because you just we talked about this, mm -hmm. and I want to segue into that. So you just said that you know the right chick, you could visualize this person, you know, becoming your wife. So earlier we had a conversation and we were talking about, it's my opinion, and I do stand by it. I feel like for you to say that, that's, you know, I commend you on that. I know your background. I, I know your story. So don't take this personal. But I think for a lot of women of a particular age, and especially for um, Sherry's uh, particular, um, you know, her set of people, it's more than getting into a relationship with a man. They want more. Women are wanting more security. Women, you know, for the most part, want to be married. And I just feel, just my opinion, I just feel black men are not marriage-minded as most other races and our cultures. That's just my opinion. Black men don't have a problem being in a relationship with you. Um, but getting to the altar will take you years or you may not even get to that point versus other races in other cultures where it's more attainable with that. So do you feel that it's because how we were raised? Because just being in this area right here, which is largely Hispanic, that's what it is in Irving and on my block. The majority of people over here married. The majority married and Hispanic. Hispanic. They're yeah. married and Hispanic, and they get married in their twenties. And of course, they have problems to get divorced just like everybody else. But it seemed like they raised their children a little bit different than we raised ours, as far as you know, the marriage. And we're raising these strong black women. We're raising these independent women. We're raising these strong black men. But so, but 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 just like just like you just said, I mean, there there, there are a couple of factors that I believe contribute to that. Okay. I want to, yeah, I want to hear about it. Okay. And, and, and this is going to, like I said, it's going to sound cliche, but a lot of it is st systemic racism. It's how do you, why do you say that? The yeah, reason, wait, the wait, reason, why? the reason I say that is like, take a, take a trip with me back in time okay. and think about this. 
black men, and so we just spoke about this, black men back during slavery time, we were forced to have sex, breed strong black males, a strong black male and female slaves. Sleeping with all of these different women to breed them. I don't know if y'all seen the movie Mandingo. Yes, I've seen it that was a job. few times. That was, his, that was his job. It was his job. His job was to breed and sleep with these women. And all of the strong, and, and, and what, what just him, you, you had stronger, you know, the stronger alpha males. Okay, boy, go over there and you put, her, put, put him with her. Y'all have some babies. I think that part of that is still with black men today. You know, there's no emotional attachment. There's no love. There's nothing. You're just going in and you fucking making kids and you getting out. I think, like I said, I think a lot of that has carried over. Um, a lot of the, the 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 issues you talked about, about black men, you know, not wanting to marry and other cultures getting married in their 20s or whatever. I think that a lot of black men are afraid because of so many strong black women. You know, we like I said we raise our we raise our women up to be black strong women. And you and you have this attitude among amongst black people, amongst black women. Oh, I don't I don't need no man. I don't yeah. fucking need no man. And then when like, back shit. Then then when you talk about the, the children that they've had, probably out of wedlock, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, well I'm his mom and his daddy. Motherfucker, no, you're no, you're not. No, you're, no, you're, you're not. not. No, you're not. You can never be his daddy. But I think a lot of that, a lot of that is ingrained in the psyche of black men. You know, when he comes, especially when he comes across a strong black woman that may tell him, I don't fucking need you. And what when in mean? fact, what she you, does. What, what, fact you mean she you, does. what you mean you don't need me? She, she does. She, and she does. She does. But I think the main issue for me I think goes back systemic racism. It goes back to slavery. Well, whether you have a reason, a, le a legitimate reason for it or not, I think that the, the point still stands. And I just want to be very clear. I'm not bashing black men at all. I'm just, no, I'm, I'm just acknowledging, you know, just for the listeners, I'm just acknowledging what I've experienced. And let me be very, very clear. Like we talked about earlier, as far as me, Black men have been somewhat of my backbone. Uh, black men have been my absolute best friends. My best friends have been black men. My confidants have been black men. My supporters have been black men. My best friends have been black men. Black men have been so wonderful, so fucking good to me in terms of a friendship. But a <laughs> but a relationship, it just it just never seemed to work out that way for me. For me, other cultures and races have been better to me and a better fit for me, you know, in a for a relationship than you know my own black men. And I know that sounds really, really messed up, but I'm giving you props, but I'm just acknowledging. You know, for all that you bring to the table and for all that black men have added to my life, the one area that I guess you were most needed in, I just didn't see you filling that role. And like I said, like I said there, there are a lot of different factors 
that play into that. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of black men are, are, are afraid. They're, they're afraid of commitment. Um, you know, and, 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 I, and I, hate, I hate to keep going back to this, but you have to understand the conditioning and the brainwashing that, that, was, that, was, that was put upon our people for so long, for so many years. You got to think, we've only been really, really removed from, in, in my mind, I don't, I don't look at 1865 as, as, as a fucking uh, day that uh, slaves were freed. I look more like around the 19 fucking 60s and 70s. So one must ask you at this point, if you can acknowledge collectively what the issue is, how long is a black woman or any woman that desires to have a man that's black, how long do you expect her to tolerate or put up with that excuse as a reason for not wanting to commit or to be married because that, you know, if you really think about it, that's one of the things that other races make fun of us for and our, and children mm -hmm. is because there are no fathers in the homes. You know, there are more baby mamas than there are mm -hmm. actual families and there are more men, you know, um, creating families and having children with women and then dipping out. You know, that it, we are the laughing stock of everybody because of that. And so how long do we have to put up with that before, you know, you, you say enough you, is enough. You have to, you have and to. And then go. I just give up on you so, and they, and they, and they follow my footsteps and be like, you know what? Let me just go over here to where I get the love and commitment and what I need. So black, black men do need, to, you know, we need to step up in that regard. But at the same time, women need to demand it. If you with Joe Blow, the lover man over here. And he's and you see you've been with him for four or five years, and you see you want to be married and you want to have this and have that. And you talk about goals and you know accomplishments and kids and all of this shit down the road. And if Joe Blow is not conforming, if, if I ain't gonna say conform, if he's not on board with that, and that's what you really want, then you need to leave Joe Blow alone. Now I think Sherry has a lot to say about that because she's she's got two things I want to piggyback on what you were saying. It's really true what you said about the. How do you say it? Systemic racism. Systemic racism because one bill was passed in 64. That's when my mother got her job at Ford Motor Credit and was able to take care of us, thank you God, mm -hmm. back in the 60s. And then another bill was passed in 66. I can't remember which one it was, but we was just allowed to do voting and writing and in full-time yeah, jobs yeah. in the 60s. Before y'all lifetime, but I was a little one. Yeah. So, and even... I can remember in the 70s, probably I had to be eight or nine, my mother and her friends was having this exact same conversation. About what? Baby daddies. What nobody married. It keeps going on from, I'm saying this to say that was Generation to generation. Y'all probably were babies. They were in their 30s and their 70s. Her friends, everybody single with one child. Baby daddies, what they ain't doing and what they are doing and what they mainly what they ain't doing. It goes from that generation to my generation, to this generation, it keeps going on and on and on and on. So the slavery that you're speaking on should have stopped long before the yeah. 70s, and I agree with the you. 60s, hey. the 80s. It, it's, it's ridiculous, whereas yeah. other races, they work together. But you, you have to understand this when I, when I talk about systemic racism. You have to understand, slaves were not allowed to marry. True. We, they weren't allowed to marry. So you if you, you go back to that time, like I said, you got you got the Mandingo, you got the, the alpha males. They're just running through whatever's on the plantation. They're 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 screwing everybody. 
But Make it shouldn't be like that today. They're screwing. It shouldn't be like that but today. But what I'm saying, conditioning, brainwashing. And, and, and you think that that you think that that's cool. You know, men think that okay, well, I got all these women over here. Yeah, man, I got man, I got a chicken. I got a chicken South Dallas, man. I got a broad up in Chicago, and you know, all it, all. And, I, and I'm not trying. And I'm not trying. I, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to take up for that type of behavior. But you have to understand where that behavior comes from. You go to if you go to Africa, people are married. We came from Africa. They plucked us from Africa, brought us over Liberia. here, and they taught us these. Americanized. The, 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 these, these bad habits, what I call them. Um, you, you have to understand all, all of it is planned. All of it is planned for the progression of white people and for the suppression of blacks. You know, like I said, that's why it still goes on today. You, it, it's, it's, it, it, you, you've been brainwashed to believe. Like I said, you, you, you've really only been free. Well, we've only really been free for about 60 years in my opinion you can you can't undo a behavior you can't undo generations after generations of behavior that's ingrained in you that's passed on un, unknowingly to black men that's passed on to their sons and their sons and their sons you can't undo that in 60 years so what would you suggest that a woman do so what do you she suggest? She has to demand it. She has to demand. She has to. She has to demand what she wants. But you if know, it's I, not in him to give it to her, what I mean? She I, needs to. She needs to move on. I'm gonna tell you this. So you, my dad used to always tell me, you cannot make a person want to be with you. You cannot. Oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop. Hold on. I need you to say that again. Say that closer to the mic. Please. I said you cannot make a person want to be with you. Oh, you can't. Yeah. I don't care if, you know, just like, and, and, and this is a probably another podcast, but it's just like men hit women when women do things that they don't like. So now the child, you can't make a, you can't make a person do anything. You know what I mean? Hitting that person or uh, being known is not going to change the behavior. If a person don't want to be with you, they're not going to be with you. Same thing. It's just like with women. If you got a guy that you're dating and y'all been dating for four or five years, you're ready to get married and do all this stuff. And he's not coming in, then you need to leave. Now we know that don't that it ain't that simple. It ain't. It's not that simple. That doesn't happen. You know, either either she's deeply in love with him or, or the dick or whatever. Something. It, it it don't typically happen like that. Yeah. But you have you have to. I mean, for your own self worth and for what you want to get out of life, you have to leave. You know. Like I said, I was I was married before, you know. Both of y'all know this, and you know me, me and my ex wife, we just weren't on the same page. We we weren't, and and I'm not gonna lie, it hurt me, you know, to to you know to dissolve my marriage, but I had to. For me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be with somebody that I that is not we're not on the same page. I feel like you don't love me, you know. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna do that. So let me ask you something. So you say that it hurt you to dissolve your marriage mm -hmm. because, because, you know, you felt like she didn't love you. So what are the signs that you would say that you witness when you can point to 
validate your feelings that that person doesn't love you. I mean, it was some things. It was some things that 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 was said to me that I couldn't believe she said to me. Okay. You know, I was like, really? Like you actually said that to me? Like I'm your husband. Like you 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 actually said that? You know, and it was something that you. It was it was some things that she couldn't take back. You know, I look at you know you know they said hindsight is twenty twenty. I look back on it. There was never an effort on her part to get to know my family, but I knew everybody in her family was around them all the time. There was never there was never a a there was never a concerted effort for her to get to know my family. Never. You know. Remember, I was telling you about the, the at the wedding, the the guest list. You know, um, two hundred fifty guests. I was like, no, I'm 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 gonna invite one hundred and twenty five people. It's gonna be for me, and one hundred twenty five gonna be for you. That's only fair. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna invite all of your friends or whatever. No, fuck no. Like it, it has to be fair. You know, she fought me on that. It it, it it there were there were little things. You know. Like I said, in the, in, in the end, when everything just finally just dissolved out, and so she took all the money out the accounts, cut my phone off, you know, like how could you do that to a person you was just talking to and was quote unquote in love with a day ago? I don't, I, I don't, I, 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 I couldn't, my lo- my logical mind couldn't, I, I couldn't understand that. You couldn't process. I was like, what the, like, really? Like, you just told me you loved me a little while ago. Now, you done emptied all the money out of the accounts. You done cut my phone off without even telling me. It, it it was you know, it was it was it was a hurting thing, but just like I say, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be with somebody, um, and we you know we don't we don't share the same goals and we're not trying to do the same thing. And I and I extend that same mindset, you know, for women. You you have you have to you have to know your worth. And you have to, you just, you just can't be with somebody just for the sake of having somebody. You know what? I, I was going to piggyback. And I didn't mean to stop it. I was going to piggyback on what you said. If she's been with Joe Blow for four years and I have a rule because I'm in the midst of a book. I have a rule that four years in, and you do have to kind of have that conversation early on in the relationship, but don't stick around until he meet the woman of his dreams either. Because if he's not giving you what you need for his relationship and commitment, he gonna eventually find it. You gonna be heartbroken that you've spent ten or eight years over here, and he's with her within a year or two, and they marry. And now you sitting up hurting. He ain't even dealing with you no more like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens all the time. Yeah, I said I'm one a of firm one, believer that one of my close friends, and and we talked about this earlier. One of my close friends married for twenty years, twenty, a whole, a two whole decades. two decades, yeah, two decades, and. In the twentieth year, you know your 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 wife steps out or whatever you 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 discover that she's been having extramarital affairs, you know, with a guy from with the guy that she was with before she met you. So an ex, an ex. Oh boy, here we go with that. You know, it, it's so so so. I, I understand. Like I said, I, you you. Did they save the marriage? No. So I want to take this break. Pause right there. I'm a, I just want to acknowledge um, the comment from Landa Free. Um, I totally agree with you. What you said, he was saying basically, 
it is sin that makes a man run from his obligations. And, you know, um, Christ is the answer for the human race. Um, I agree with you on that, but that's very generic. We are trying to speak specifically to what issues Black Americans, Black families are dealing with. How did we arrive here? And a blanket statement like that is kind of dismissive of what we're trying to talk about. While I do appreciate your input, I sincerely do. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing your comment. But, um, you know, if you're not black and you don't share our history, then you couldn't possibly understand um, where JR was speaking from and how, you know, the systematic racism and slavery has um, what effects it has had on our race as a whole. But, you know, respectively, I, I truly appreciate your comment. But go ahead, Jeff. But no, but um, yeah, it's 20 it, years in. 20, tw they, so they were 20 years in. And, um, you know, he discovered she was having an extramarital affair. And, you know, so he was he was real hurt by it. Um, but it, 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 it's crazy. You know, it, it's almost like, you gave up 20 years of your life and, you know, your whole marriage was basically based on a lie, pretty much. Because, I mean, in my opinion, I know both of them. I don't think that she ever really loved it. I, I don't. Oh, sometimes that can't happen. I don't think that she ever really okay. loved it. Can I, I say something? Mm -hmm. And I just want to speak to the part about, you know, her wrongdoing and what broke up the marriage. Mm -hmm. You know... And then I want to address what you said about it's, it's your belief that she never really loved him. I did an episode, a podcast episode about are you really over your ex? And I listed anywhere from 10 to 20 bullet points talking about that. And it is my belief that a lot of people jump into relationships and marriages just to put a bandage over a broken relationship from an ex. Because yeah. if it if you find yourself texting a fucking ex, entertaining a conversation with an ex, making bullshit excuses to talk to a fucking ex, you know what I'm saying? And you're doing this stuff, having meetings and, and, and get togethers and rendezvous with your ex. You were just waiting on an opportunity so you could do so. You weren't really happy in your marriage to begin with, if you ask me. If it took an ex reaching out to you or for a moment for you to get weak and reach out to that ex, and now here you are in a full-blown affair, how did it get to that point? Because at some point, it, it didn't get sexual. At one point, it wasn't physical. At one point, it was just a conversation. So why not tell your spouse or your mate at that time, hey, I talked to Billy. Or, hey, this is what's been on my mind. Let me share. If, if we're supposed to be best friends, right? If we're supposed to be life partners and we can trust each other, why the fucking secrecy? I don't play that ex shit. You contact your ex and you having secret conversations with your ex, you better go with that bitch. You better go with her. <laughs> so so to, to your the, the couple that you know, after they broke up, she didn't even end up with the, with the ex-boyfriend, did she? She did. She did. I don't know if she's still with him now, but she ended up dating the end of dating the ex because um, she wasn't over him yeah After so it was more it was, it, it was yeah, more of a, a little a little backstory 
when before she came to college, um, she was dating the ex. Okay. And her parents made her stop dating him because I think he was a drug dealer or something like that or whatever. They was like, you don't need to be dating this guy. No, you whatever. He reaches out to her, you know, years and years and years later, um, and that's how that's how it it, it happened. Um, yeah, sad. It's a sad story. I would yeah, be. I would, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I would be fucking pissed. And I, I'm not violent at all. I don't want y'all, America, I don't want y'all to think that I'm yeah. violent. Yeah, that, that's something to be I probably would have choked the ass out. No, you this is why we, we did this show at, late violent. at night, you, you know, because yeah, we got a little done, bit more. You done that shit to me, I'd have, I'd have felt some type of way. Because it's I ain't 20 never, years you've had kids, hell yeah, 20 property, years, 20 years. Assets. But here's my thing. Yeah. Don't play with my feelings and the commitment that we made. If at any point your ex takes over your thoughts, and your emotions to the point that you're willing to jeopardize our relationship to reach out, it's automatically over. Whether you whether you tell me that or whether you admit that to me or not, the very moment that you start entertaining thoughts of reaching out to your ex and then you fucking act on it, are you fucking kidding me? That means to me that your relationship or you reconnecting with that ex holds more value than this relationship does. So that is where essentially your ass need to be. See, I'm, I'm tired of people tiptoeing around the fact you get a chance to play with my fucking life and my fucking emotions because you don't know what you want, because you're confused, because you have unresolved issue and residue from a previous relationship that you don't have closure for. My life, my love, my time is not for you to play with. Play with me. I'm going to end up on the fucking ID channel. Yeah, because some people. So, so, so some do you people feel like some people take that baggage that they're that you're over it i'm over here right but after 20 years and that it's gonna be something there after sure 20, yeah after, it's after possible 20 years, after 20 years there shouldn't have been shit there i agree with you it shouldn't have been there shouldn't have been nothing there after 20 years you know before because you should you should have grown you should have you should have grown and matured beyond that yeah, yeah and yeah, even if you did ago, even you if you did entertain a conversation you should be like look I'm mad. I'm a married woman. I can't be talking to you. I can't be having conversations with you. I mean, you we cool, but I see you. Yeah, we, see yeah you exactly. Yeah. I see you in the street, but yeah. I'm not, ain't gonna be no texting on my phone and yeah, no because. shit. Like, no. Well, I mean, texting on your phone, hiding texts, you know, doing the shit behind your partner's back. All of that would have had to happen for it to get to the point that it got to that she and our friend are no longer together. Huh? All of that has so, to happen. So, how do you feel? How, how would you approach it if you're Significant other told you. Well, I did reach out to so and so, and it was a valid reason, just a one time thing. That's okay, but the consistency is a problem. Hi, yeah, Achilles. Hola yeah. from Greece. I don't, yeah. If something, if something <laughs> happened like that. Thank you for tuning in. If she if she if she reached out on her own, I got a problem with that. If they just ran into each other randomly, like, oh, how you doing? What, you know, so, what would be the difference if a person, if your partner reached out to the ex on their own? He said they had a problem. I, I, no, I'm, yeah, I'm asking. I, I, I have a, I have a major Tell me problem what problem that. do you have with that? Why, why would you reach out to an ex? And what would that signify to you if your spouse? reached out, made the first move and reached out to an ex. That's to me, that signifies that she don't give a fuck about me and there's no respect. There's no respect in, in, in the man. You, you, you got to have respect. You got to, you can, you, you're not going to disrespect me and reach out to the next. You, you're not. 
I'm gonna tell, tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. Case in point. Bring up. The, I'm gonna bring this up. While I was married, there was a uh, there was a uh, situation happened, and my stepson, my wife's son, got murdered. He got murdered. So what? Yeah, got murdered. So we were at the. What? So yeah, he got married. So fast forward, we're at the repast. No, it was. I'm, I'm sorry, it wasn't the repast. It was the week coming up to the funeral. You know, people bring food over. Wait a minute, while y'all were married, mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, my no, condolences. No, it's okay. I didn't hear about that. So, people bringing food over the whole week prior to the funeral. You know, people bringing chicken and cakes and well, like macaroni and broccoli, potatoes broccoli, and all this stuff. Yeah, they bringing all this food, yeah. all this comfort food. I'm sitting down. And y'all tell me if I'm wrong for this. I'm sitting down. Now, my wife's, uh, her, like, her kid that died, the father was there. So all of us at this at this house. You know, I, I, I know the father. I know him. Um, but I'm sitting down, and no one ever came to ask me. And I wasn't trying to make it about me. Nobody came to ask me, well, JR, you hungry? You want some food? But she got up and asked him, did he want to eat? And when it fixed his plate and brought it to him. Yeah, we have a problem with that. Oh, of course. Yeah, we have a problem. Oh, of course. And if you're going to serve anyone, it should be your husband. It I should be like, your spouse. I'm, I'm looking, I'm like. The occasion shouldn't matter. The I'm occasion like, shouldn't matter. And, and I know me, I don't like to let, I don't like to let things fester because it's going to be worse when it, when it comes from, when, you hold when, that it, when it comes out. In, right. And I had to dress it right then. I said, how in the hell? I said, I'm sitting here. And you get up, you ask him what he wants to eat. You go in, and I see you go in the kitchen and fix his plate and take it to him. And I'm still sitting here hungry. I said, where they do that at? Yeah. So, and, it, it, and, and you know, it got a little loud. And her sisters came over and was like, well, you know what she's going through? I said, I don't give a shit what she's going through. Yeah, I, said, I'm, 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 I said, I don't, I said, I said, I, for, for, for me to be sitting here, I get first consideration on everything. Your first thought should be your husband. Like, exactly. You know, I, I had serious problem with that. You know, it, it, it was, I was like, you really just gonna disrespect me like that? You know, you know, her sister's trying to take her from like, I'm like, no, no. I said, I said, no, I said, fuck that. I'm not, I'm no, no, that, that, that shit ain't cool. No, then I'm gonna tell you something else. One of the nights, so I was living in Atlanta at the time. So one of the nights before coming up before the um, before the funeral, and this would really, this would really, really pissed me off. Um, I felt, I really felt some type of way about it, and I and I can't remember how it came to me, but they were planning. They were playing the funeral. I, I still had to go. I was going back and forth, you know, throughout the week because I had to work. But I was like getting on the plane, fly back to Atlanta. I would work two days. I fly back. So one of the nights, the ex, which was the kid's father, and her slept in the same house. Oh no! Oh no! I mean, no. other family member family members were there. Yeah, but. They slept in the, in the same house, and, and, and she didn't tell me. I found out through, I can't remember how I found out, 
but something was said and something else was said. And I was oh, like, yeah, but so stayed. Yeah, something that like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I said, so you mean to tell me you spent the night here and he was here tonight, the same night too? And she was like, she paused because she, she knew I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I said, no, 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 no. I said, what you should have done as a responsible wife, you should have been like, okay, well, you, you know, you have to go, you know, you can, you can't stay here or I'm, I'm getting up and I'm going home. Well, one of the two. One of the two. He was supposed to be there. But. I totally agree. I'm like, what? This is, this is like, if, 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 and if, and I, and I asked, I said, what if she was on the other foot? Exactly. I said, what? If I spent the night at in the same house as one of my exes, that would and you that, weren't there, that, that would that wouldn't sit well with her at all. I'm like, oh, it, it was it was, you know, it, when 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 I when I put it all together, I'm like, I'm like, do I think she did anything? I don't. But it's about respect, yeah. It's about respect, and I was yeah, like, I no. said, do you know how fucking disrespectful it is? And then she tries to flip the script. My, my my kid just died. I wasn't thinking about no shit like that. I said, you should have been. I said, you should have been. I said, that should have been a no-brainer. That, should, that shouldn't have been something that, that should have been something automatic. You should be like, oh shit, like, okay, he he's sleeping here. He's sleeping here, so I'm I need to go. No, no, I'm talking about you could have got a hotel room if you, because she was, she was saying she was afraid to sleep at the house by herself. I said, you could have went to your, uh, you he should have went and got a room yeah. out of respect. And and it's for not me, like he don't right. It's not like he don't know he married. You know what? Right. I, out of respect, I'm gonna go get a room. Y'all good over here. I'm gonna mm -hmm. be over here and I'll see y'all in the morning or see I'll catch up with y'all later. Mm -hmm. That's just a man thing. That's just mm -hmm. that that's sad on his part and her. So do you think that they were using mm -hmm. the unfortunate you know, the unfortunate event of their child passing as a as an excuse? To be reckless in their respect for your marriage—is that—is that what you you're thinking? Somewhat. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't think it was done. I don't think it was done maliciously or with malice. But at the same time, you you have to understand you're married. That's that should be the first number one. That that that's number one before anything right. else. Like is you know I I have to order my steps as a married person. Mm, I like that. Because if your ex was Finn Knight or any woman, for that matter, the same house as you, she'd had a major problem. Man, she the one that got a gun and probably came up in and probably bust up in the mother and tried to kill me. Where she <laughs> My thing is this. <laughs> Don't do anything in your marriage to your mate that you know that you would have a problem mm -hmm. if 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 the other if the if sure. if they did it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't be spending the night yeah. under the same roof of, as an yeah. ex if I can't do it. Yeah. Don't be reaching out to your ex, mm -hmm. having conversations yeah. that you know that you have a heart attack if I reached out to mine. Mm -hmm. Don't be doing shit that you know if I did it, yeah. you know, it's it's straight up yeah. like a deal breaker. Yeah, you can't, you know, don't don't dish it out if you can't take it. Please don't. You know, it's yeah. just like, <coughs> excuse me. Not go back. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. That just that yeah, makes me that, so yeah, angry. Yeah. I that that really yeah. makes me angry. Yeah. That and and you know and, and throughout throughout all that, you know, I still try to make it work. Um, she was in a deep depression, so that was. I mean, her child just died. I mean, that's heavy. It was really hard. Like I said, she said some things to me that she just she couldn't take back. 
Was and it and it was during this time? It was during this time. Yeah. You know, and I and I like and like I said, I, I I may be wrong somewhat, but I'm like so I'm a very logical person. I believe if you said it, you meant it. Well, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah, you know? I, I believe if, if you say if you say something, you fucking meant it. I'm not gonna say nothing that I don't fucking mean. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't. You know, I, some people use the phrase, "Well, let me leave before I say something I regret." No, if I say it, I'm not gonna regret it because it's gonna be the truth. Right. It's gonna be yeah. exactly how I'm feeling in that moment. I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna take it back. You know. Um, but yeah, but she, you know, you know how 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 older people would say. You know, I did too much to go forward, and I did too much to turn back. That's that was the state of the ending of our marriage. She had done she done too she had done too much for us to keep it moving forward, and she had done too much to to, to take it back. So that that's that's where that's where it was, you know. But you know, on a on a lighter note, on a on a, on a happier note, I'm thankful. Why would you say that you're thankful now? I'm thankful yeah, because, I say, wow. because because I look back, I look back at all of it. There were some I, I had to I had to change some things um, about I ain't gonna say about who I am as a person, but I had to, I had to change what um, what I was comfortable with, and in a marriage you should you shouldn't have to you shouldn't really have to do that. I mean, you're going to make some you're going to make some sacrifices, but to change fundamentally, you know, some of some of what you are, who you are. I I don't don't think that that's I don't think that that's cool. Angela should be the same Angela from and Gayla. I'm sorry, should be the same and Gayla from, you know, from. When, you know, I mean, I understand your your some 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 things are going to change, but fundamentally, who you are, you should be the same person. Something same thing with Sherry. Still, still yeah, same thing with Sherry. Like from 15, 20 years ago, you know, Sherry might you know Sherry was younger, probably was a little bit more um, relaxed or whatever. Mm-hmm. You you know, but Sherry's still the same Sherry. You I know, have some traits. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to change who you are fundamentally. To, to entertain nobody. But I feel that you you will make compromises. When That's why I said you make compromises and sacrifices. Yeah. But still, that 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 a compromise and a sacrifice is not a change. You know, and and, 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 that, and that goes back. I can play that back into how this like with the, 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 and let me get off uh, relationships for a minute. But because the show is about relationships. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I'm just for a minute. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna segue to something. But it, it well, it is about relationships. Okay. The relationship between black and white people. Black white people make all of these compromise. They'll make compromises and the many sacrifices for black people, but there's no change. True. There's no change. Fundamentally, who they are is who they are. I'm just, be, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm not saying all white people are bad, but for the most part, white people are privileged. And they don't even understand that privilege. Some of them do, yeah, but most of them don't. You know, like I said, compromises—they'll make compromises or whatever, sacrifices for black people. But to fundamentally change who they are, most of them not gonna do it. And because they can't relate to our struggle in our life anyway. They don't. They 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 they, they they've never they've never seen us as anything but blacks. Just the black black people. 
Yeah. So, okay. And like I said, that and and that that just that alone, I mean that that's so much tension in the relationship between blacks and whites. You know, I, I feel I feel I ain't gonna say I feel sorry, but I feel um kind of sad or or whatever whatever word you wanna use for like especially for interracial couples now, you know, to it's 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 I don't know. It, it 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 seems like like in this in this climate right now, you know. But that's kind of. got to that's got to be tough. You know, I don't I don't understand how how white people can you know can you you can justify the killings of of black people um, on video like the just the, the yeah. simple arrogance to say that. You know, you got this man being murdered. You got video evidence, and for you to still say you don't see nothing wrong with that—that's I have a problem. I have a problem with that. You know, think about just like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot, had Derek Chauvin been black and uh, George Floyd been white, fucking Derek Chauvin wouldn't have made it. He he wouldn't he wouldn't have made it to the nine to the nine ten o'clock news. His ass would have been in fucking jail. Immediately, yeah. had it been a black cop did that to a white person, same, yeah. same, same thing. Scenario. Yeah. You just, you just changing the color of the person. You know, speaking of that, real briefly, it was a guy, and I want to say he might have been here. He had a brother, had a white woman in custody. I think the gun went off by accident. He got life in prison. That's crazy. It was an accident, life in prison. Oh wow, sure did. But so to get off of that real quick about the interracial dating do you feel that we're difficult as black women or do you feel like it's just easy heard, to date outside the I've, race? I've heard i've heard that before especially with it you know with black men how they say you know i i've had conversations you know with brothers mm -hmm. and i have some friends to this day that would not date black women and they're black they won't they won't date them um a lot of them says it's too much work it's too much attitude. Um, it's too, you know, when we were talking about earlier about strong black women. Right, right. It's too, they're too strong. They, you know, and, you know, with, with other races, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just say white women since we're on the subject of, you know, we're talking about black and white. Okay. White women are, 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 are docile. They cater. Um, there's no back talk. Um, you know, there's no type of aggression whatsoever. You know, basically, and, and, and I'm just telling y'all what guys say, you know, okay. shit, basically, shit, if I'm fucking her and I'm laying the pipe down right, shit, she will give me whatever I want. I ain't gonna have no trouble with, with a white girl, none. What's I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come home every night, she gonna suck my, that's it. Just don't say the G word. She gonna, she, she gonna, she gonna polish my knob. She gonna follow <laughs> my ball. She gonna do everything. And I ain't even gotta ask her. You know, and for you know, for for some some black men, that that shit that shit is important uh, to them. You know, I, I I don't have to deal with the day to day of you know. Um, let me see your phone. Let me smell your dick. Uh, where you been? Who you been with? What you been doing? You know, it's it's you know, and some guys they 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 rather not deal with that. Like, shit, fuck it. I, I date a, a white woman or a Mexican woman. I mean, me, I love black women. 
I do. Like I said. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. But, 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 but let me interject. I've known women who, that same woman you're describing, she give me my knob job. Mm -hmm. She don't go through I need my you to phone. speak up. I, I'm sorry. She doesn't go through your phone. She gives you the knob job. Mm -hmm. She does. She's not even asking too much. She's not giving you any back talk. She's scared to say something back. We don't get the same result. I've seen black women be just as passive and just as non-argumentative and just as easygoing. I'm not, I'm not saying that there's not any black we, women out there it like is that. a lot of them. But a lot of it, a lot of it when, when, when black men date outside of the race, it's the sensationalism of dating a white woman. It's like I can believe that. It's 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 it's, it's 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 exotic and it's sensational. I mean, and why I say sensational because you got to think. I think back to when my dad was a kid. You know, what no fucking inter what no what interracial dating. You could date, you, you could date <laughs> no white woman. So most people want what they can't have. True, but you know, now that's, they a, get the, that's a dime that, a dozen. Yeah, I know what I'm saying, but yeah. you have you're going back to the conditioning. All of this, all all of this, every almost any any problem that black people face as a people, it can almost directly be tra tracked back to slavery and the inst the institution of slavery and systemic racism. It 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 all, all of it started it, it all of it started with that. Like I said, you got like so you got to understand. We only really been free for about sixty years. Well, I'll say this, and um, I stand by it. For every black man who chooses to date outside of his race, I do understand that you must go where you are celebrated and loved. That's true. Go, I, 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 I one thousand percent go, go where you are loved. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you should be held back because of the color of mm -hmm. someone's skin. And I do think that if you don't prefer black women, stick with what you like. If white yeah, women or Hispanic women or Asian women or any other woman of any other culture is your fancy, don't waste a black woman's time thinking you're doing her a favor. Stick with what you like. If white women is your cup of tea, then damn it, stick with a white woman. But here's to the women what I wanna tell you. My sisters who are offended, by brothers stepping outside the race and for the arrogant white women who think you have one up on a black woman <laughs> for the black man who chose you they choosing you baby but they ain't treating you no better you getting the same results that a sister get because i have yet to see one that really gets with the man especially a black man of privilege a black man of a of a certain yes. status or caliber you got the same problems keisha in the hood got the only thing is you in a better neighborhood and zip code that's it tyrone ain't treating you no better he's still stepping out he's still being disrespectful he's still doing everything he freaking wants to do the only difference is you're white she's not he ain't treating you no better he chose you that is true that's true. Now I stand by that. I, I, you can I, see it on reality shows. I've seen it. You I know. Agree, I agree with that. I agree with that totally. Yeah. So because I hear, I, I know two women, two Hispanic women that are married to black men, and they don't complain about bills being paid, but they do complain about 
the treatment they're getting, I go through a lot. I go through a lot. They don't, of course, go into details, but they say they go through a lot. Okay, well, I got, I got another one. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be fair in this. And to all of my sisters who have been contemplating dating outside of your race and your culture, take it from a woman who's there. You may not experience the same problems that you do when you're in a relationship with a black man, but it's, a, it's of the same magnitude. They all come with a boatload of bullshit. Uh, just because, just because, wait a minute, just because Enrique isn't doing the same thing Tyrone is doing don't mean that the heartache isn't there, the disrespect isn't there, don't mean that you don't have some sleepless nights, just, yeah, the, you know, the struggle is different, but the pain is the same. The struggle is different, my sisters, but the pain is the same. Now, that's all I got to say. So, now, back to the catering. I feel that black women cater to their men when they have one or in a relationship just like any other one. You can't put all women in the same boat. I'm not, I'm not I saying mean, all women, but your I, but version think, of cater is not mine. I think the stereotype or the, 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 the generalization is that white women cater to their men more than black women. Well, ain't nobody got more um, catering down pat than Asian women. Asian and Hispanic. Yeah. Not but all Hispanic women cater no, like that. That's that's a myth. I'm, I'm sorry. That's I'm talking, a myth. I'm talking about black and white. Okay. I'm saying that's that's the that's the generalization with white women is that they cater to men, black men, you know more than more than black women do. There's a movie, one of my favorite movies. What's the name of it? It's called uh, The Brothers. Oh yeah, with Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellamy Shamar Moore, yeah. D.L. Hughley, and somebody else. Bill Bellamy was dating black women, and it was always, you know, from his perspective, yeah, yeah, it was always hey, attitude. Yeah, Shamar Moore. Yeah, I remember that. So movie. Bill Bellamy started dating this white girl that she was a, a aerobics instructor, a karate instructor, whatever. So fast forward, he had sex with her. Woke up the next morning, and they had sex that morning, and she was like, um, "She was like, I'm going, I'm going to the bathroom," um, and he was like, um, "He's like, man, I'm, I'm kind of hungry." She was like, "Don't, no, don't get up, don't get up. I go fix it." And he was like, "Yeah, fix me a sandwich." And he said, "Make sure you got some, so some." So she said, "Okay, you know." It, and it was it was it was it was kind of reinforcing that stereotype. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she she just got up and did it. He was like, and he was sitting in the bed. And he was like, man, that's what I'm talking about, you know? Okay. She 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 they just got to have the sex, and you know she's fixing him a sandwich how he wants it, how he likes it, or whatever, you know. Um, I want to speak to that. I want to address the fact that there may be some validity to the statement that black women may cater or do they don't cater to black men or their counterparts as much as white women or women of other races there may be some truth to that but let me tell you why it's because number one we've been made to carry a burden and loads that you don't require of other women when you get with them number one Number two, how fair is it that if you're working and I'm working and we both have these kids that we're raising, 
I got to work eight hours, eight to 12 hours out of a day and get off work, come home, take care of the kids, cook, yeah, cook and clean, wash clothes. Okay. Help be a mother, be a mother, be a mother. Okay. As well as, you know, prepare the children for the next day and myself for the next day. Wait till you get home, fix and serve you your plate, put the kids to bed, get myself ready to go to work the next morning. And by the time I get ready to go to sleep, you want me to fuck you too up until the wee hours of the morning and then get up ahead of time. Fix breakfast, get the kids up, get myself ready, make sure you're good and everything and then go off to work. I mean, really, that doesn't sound like a woman who is being number one, respected, cared for properly. It sounds like another form of slavery. I'm tired just from giving you the example. So so why why do you expect me to cater to you when all you have to do is take your lazy ass to work and come home and me wait on you? What do I get out of that? What fulfillment, what joy? When do I have time to relax and even be a woman and bask in my femininity? Now, 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 I will say... Can I, can I, real, real quick. To back up what she's saying. Back me up, boo. The same white woman that's catering and doing the extras and tricks and treats. She is stay-at-home mom with a sister at work all day. And he's really loving her. And if this brother's not loving this sister like she's supposed to be loved, she's not going to really cater. I mean, I mean and, 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 and that white woman, she at home. I, so she, she, she can cater to you all damn day. She at the house. I get that. I, 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 feel, I feel both of y'all on that. So... But almost, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm not that type. I'm not that type of dude. Well, you you introduced it into the conversations we are. Most men are. Back it up. No, no, I'm saying I. I'm just telling you, most black men. But I'm not. I'm not like that. I'm not. I can't. As far as the the cooking and the cleaning and all it, I do all that shit myself. Even when I was married. You're not a cook, so yeah. I, I I did it. I. I, hell, I did all the damn cooking. Shit, my ex never cooked. Rarely, you know. And then if she did, not to throw jab at it, it would be fucking chicken wings. It would be fucking chicken wings. Hey, don't be rice. knocking chicken. We love chicken. I, 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 no, I'm, I'm just saying it would be, it would be the same saying. thing. But I did all that. I I, I I never had no issues, you know, with that. But I I, I can see where, where you're going. Like mo- in most households, most traditional households, the women do. Raising the kids the and, and all that. They do all that. You know, I'm not saying that it's cool, but one of what my best friend right now, and I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but he's, he's like that. Like his wife does everything. Like he goes out and works, comes home and shit, prop his feet up, you know, go to sleep. Is he'll, she black? He'll cook. Yeah. He'll, okay. he'll okay. cook. He'll, he'll, he'll cook. No, he either he does he does probably half of the cooking, but like the raising of the kids and and all the other stuff, you know. Want to be want to be treated like a king twenty four seven and and is not pouring anything but into no. the woman. Those days are over with, and but black women are unapologetic about demanding that you know what if I'm catering to you, then what are you pouring back into me? We are done with that. We are done with wearing ourselves out. For men who don't see the need to pull their weight in the relationship and put forth the effort and pour back into us on all levels. I just need her to uh, polish that knob, though. I don't care about but, it. But, but, but can I, can I, can I, I just need that knob back here. <laughs> I'm, I'm and I'll make everything else happen. I'm going to tell you what my 
my uncle said, this is his take on interracial dating. He said dating. He said that he feels like other women of other nationalities, as long as that engine is running, as long as that money coming in, he said, they're going to be there. He said, when that runs out, that engine run, the money go, and they gone. He said, oh, now he that's said, true. He said, and, and how many interracial older couples you see? Hey. Now, now he just said now, that. That is true. Oh, now, he said money now, gone. They, they now, ain't sticking around. It, for it that. is known. Like I said, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how good you land the pipe. If the money runs out, they out. They, they, they out. They don't stick around. They don't love you no They out. Oh, goodbye. They out. And, and an Asian woman, if you ain't got no money, she really ain't. They don't even like black men. They love white men. Oh, wow. So we have exceeded. I'm sorry. I'm I know. It's we out of we not, it's, it's really, I try to stay within a specific. Okay. We've, we've said, been going said, for. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can finish. No, what did your uncle say? He was just saying that you just pay attention to those in a racial couple. That is true. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't see, see that many older ones. They don't make it to the senior life. Mm -hmm. but go ahead. Well, I was just saying, we've exceeded an hour and 15 minutes, and that is just wonderful. That's what happens when I get together with pe with friends. Yeah. Man, we're friends that, that was that was that was quick yeah i mean we just wanted to chop it up you know but i believe it has been that long because i'm hungry my stomach growling uh, uh, again and, uh, i mean but it, it's just well, amazing waterburger ride I, 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 it's it's amazing how i see i i just see women at work because a lot of people are working when i'm married they from what they describe they do the same casual and we can do the same exact job description with a brother and we don't get the same I just think I'm that everybody. catering is catering is cool when you're doing your part. Yeah, and you catering is to be expected when you are doing your part as a man in the relationship. When you have done everything that you're supposed to do as a man, and you've met me on all levels, and you're putting forth your best foot and your best effort, you have every right to have the expectation of me to cater to you. You do. Yeah. But if you have fallen short and you know you put little to no effort and you know you are not about your fucking business, how dare you demand that black women cater to you? This is not slavery. And if you subscribe to that ideology, maybe you need to purchase or invest in a time machine and go back to 1864. Yep. Okay? Yeah. So. Yeah, because that's, that's just, I mean, and... She ain't gonna cater to you if, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with her either. Okay, that's just a woman, period. That's well, I don't speak for all women. There are women that love to cater. That yeah. that's it, it, it's more fulfilling for them than it is, you know, to a man. Um, I don't claim to speak for all women. I will say that most of us are demanding something in return. Yeah. I just I guess at, at the end of the day, you know, I I, I do uh, whatever I need to do, but I do need that uh I need the I, I got we we got you. you I need the knob. We we though. got you. Doorknobs and polish. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Yeah, well, guys, uh, this this has been this has been one uh, great show. Excuse me. Thank you for tuning in to Diva Speaks Relationships from Dallas, Texas. It has been my pleasure to reconnect with you guys. Um, we are going to continue the conversation um i'm not sure what time the next live show will be but i guarantee you it will be after hours it will be just a little bit
colorful as you have experienced tonight. I know that you're not used to seeing or hearing the diva in this capacity, but it is my um, pleasure to show you different layers um, and sides to me that I am versatile um, in my conversation and how I can relate to people. So tell a friend about your girl. Tell a friend how you enjoy listening to Diva Speaks relationships and the content on her podcast. And also, um, do me a favor, um, scoot on over to Instagram and Facebook and follow me on there. You will um, definitely get, um, you will be entertained. I do offer encouragement and I offer thought-provoking memes as well as um, personal videos and things of that nature. So if you enjoy videos and you like looking at beautiful women, I want to toot toot beep beep my own horn. You won't be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody commented today that I was um, jiggling my breasts. (laughs) <laughs> on one of my videos and they said I really like that can you do that again <laughs> I said I've gotten so used to jiggling my breasts I did it at dinner <laughs> but anyway so um, thank you guys for um, listening and tuning in I hope that you have enjoyed this live show and until the next time please continue to be safe out here let's be good and kind to one another there's so much sadness and hate and division in the world. Let us be the instruments of love and kindness that can make a difference in someone's life because we are all dealing with something, my friends. All of our relationships, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. All of our relationships are being impacted by what is going on in the world right now, be it from COVID-19 to job loss, cut back in hours, relationships are suffering because of, you know, being quarantined with people. You know, our children are out of school. They are missing their friends. They're missing, you know, having an actual graduation ceremony. Businesses are, are suffering. You know, business owners are, are you know, are stressed. Some businesses may not ever recover from what has happened. And then on top of that, you got racism at an all time high, dividing us like never before. So I said all of that to remind you that there is a need for us to be good to one another, to be kind, to make that extra effort to smile at a stranger. You don't know who's dealing with what. Be that instrument of love. And with all of that, my friends, I say... Thank you for listening to Diva Speaks Relationships and the Diva has spoken. So, do you think I'm sorry, I'm sorry.